What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the Balls and Bros podcast, YouTube channel, clip, however you're watching this. This is the first episode. I am Will, BJ, William, whatever you want to call me. That's Casino or Casey. Say hi, Casino. What's up? How's it going, everybody? Welcome in. So your name is Casey, but I don't think I've ever called you that in your entire life. I, yeah, I can't recall the last time. You called me by my real name. Yeah, but, I've yeah, only, casino. your casino, even when I'm talking to other people about you, it's casino. It always has been casino. So that's only how we'll refer to you on this show. And I appreciate that. So it's on the glass. <laughs> so we, this will be, uh, originally the show is going to be called All Encompassing Sports, but that was either taken or too long of a title. So we settled on Balls and Bros. I feel like we should start by saying like, the the catch rate should be like oh like we're the bros let's talk about the balls i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but so today we're doing the nfl preview uh we're talking about all things nfl before the season starts we're recording this on sunday we'll have it up on wednesday so the nfl season starts tomorrow first game of the year is buffalo bills versus uh los angeles rams Apparently, that is the favorite for both conferences, for the AFC and the NFC. I just have no faith. There's, like, weird reports coming out that apparently Matthew Stafford has, like, a arm injury that they're saying is going to linger all season, but he's saying it's fine. But I don't know. Whenever you hear, like, lingering an injury, I feel like that's never a good sign. Never. I mean even if it's just minor, those things can progress over the season. And, you know, that, that could be one game could be your chance to the Super Bowl or not. So, I mean, even minor things are nothing to, to pass over. Yeah. And then we have, so the Buffalo bills really didn't lose anybody. I'm looking at my sheet right here. They signed uh, Stefan Diggs to an extension, and then they also signed Von Miller from the Rams. So he's going back to the Rams to play them, but now as an opponent. Do you think Von Miller will be as impactful for the Bills as he was for the Rams? Because he signed a six year, 120 million contract, which is crazy because I feel like he's will be out of his prime by the time that contract ends. I don't think he's going to be as effective it may look like it when you're watching the the team as a whole the defense as a whole because I mean the Bills still have one of the best defenses in the league so I mean yeah when when you look at the defense in the whole you'll probably be looking at him going oh wow like he's Von Miller going crazy doing a lot of the Miller things but uh I I do think he's past his prime and uh he's personally going to decline I mean he's 33 going into this year, been in the league for 12 years. I feel like Tom Brady has given like everybody else a false sense of like, I can play forever. I can play for 45 years. But the reason why Tom Brady has been playing for so long and he's still active at 45 years old is because he like avoids hits and he's very smart at that. I don't know if somebody who gives hits or takes hits can like play for that long. I I don't think so. Um, I mean, We'll just look at running backs in a whole. Like by the by this time, they're either unless you're, you know, one of these freak of nature running backs, you're almost out of the league at this point. 
Well, so. yeah, Emmett Smith survived that long because he never took like the big shots either. But I don't think you can mm-hmm. play like that, especially in today's NFL. Like yeah, they say, I literally was about to say today's football, that's not going to happen. No, because they say the- what the average length of a running back now is like four years. Like by the yeah. time you're 26, 27, you're like damaged goods, quote unquote. So, right. And, and with all these people saying, you know, the football league's gotten soft, the NFL's gotten soft, it still doesn't matter. You're still taking heavy hits. These guys are bigger, stronger, faster. So, even with all these safety precautions in place, you're still going to get hit. Um, but, so, yeah, go, going back to going back to the Miller there, I, I just don't think he's going to get there if it's past his prime. So do you want to start by going over who do you think wins the division or stick with the offenses and defense and pick your top five of both? Uh, let's uh, let's go with divisions. I mean, that's going to be probably the easiest thing. Uh, most people are going to want to see what's going on with the, their, their teams and their division or what we, what we think at least. Um, okay, so let's start in the AFC West. Who do you think wins the AFC West? Do you think there's any wild card teams coming out of that division? Or, yeah, do you think, I mean, this is probably what the AFC West and then probably the NFC West NFC are West. the two, two hardest divisions this year, much like they I were would, last year. Yeah, 100%. Um, I do think, I mean, yeah, the Chiefs have been dominant in the AFC West for a while now, but. I mean, the Chargers, just they're they're loaded. Herbert is phenomenal. I just I that's going to be kind of a toss up. I think it comes down to their head to head games. Um, It's going to be decided by one one game, in my opinion, towards the end of the season. Um, But I do think personally, I think the Chargers come out on top. I feel like they're a little younger. Um, I just it's a fresher team. I, I think that's the way to go. So definitely with that being said. 100% 100% I do think the Chiefs will make at least a wild card spot probably the first wild card spot in that division I don't know about you but so we're now the wild towards. the wild card team in this division is well actually both of them so the Raiders got better on offense with adding Devonte Adams and then their defense is still the big question mark but they didn't really add anybody of note to their defense this offseason, unless I'm forgetting some huge name they signed, but I think um, Devontae Adams was the big name, right? Yeah, I don't think, uh, uh, let me see the notes here. I don't think anything else defensive wise, at least in the free agency. Um, yeah, I got, I think Devontae Adams is that. So defensively, I, and just the two powerhouse offenses from the Chargers and Chiefs, I just, it's going to be a tough one for the Raiders, even though they are much better this year than previous years i just don't think that uh i think those two other teams still have the top spots in those in that division so looking here the raiders did they gave an extension to max crosby on the d uh on the d line same with chandler jones they signed uh they also added some guys for their uh d tackle position so they got two defensive ends that they either re-signed or signed to an extension and then signed a deal with and then their linebacking core their cornerbacks their safeties all like no improvements on those aspects of the field so I feel like they're gonna get real hurt in the back end especially when you're playing like you said in the division with Patrick Mahomes now Russell Wilson which we got to talk about the Broncos and then uh playing against 
uh, Justin Herbert, like you're going to get absolutely annihilated on your back end if you can't put pressure up front, which I mean, they might be able to with Chandler Jones and Max Cross, yeah, but say, it's they not just, a guarantee. They, yeah, they, they, they picked up Chandler Jones. Uh, what was his deal here? Um, he agreed to a three years, 51 million. Like that's Jesus. Yeah. I mean, and talk about another person being a little bit older, but uh, they are better. But I, I still, and that division is just stacked. Um, you might, you might see actually. This do you could. Think they could get. Do you think they could get uh, three people out of that division? I think they. I think all three come out of that division because I mean, honestly, in the AFC, what the maybe only the AFC North has the possibility of sending two teams. I don't think. I mean, we'll talk about your division because your. Uh, Patriots fan I'm an Eagles fan but I think both east uh, divisions on both the AFC and the NFC I think both those only send one even though it looks like it's going to be even though it looks like it's going to be two before the start of the season but then when you start breaking down playoffs like I just don't see it I don't think the Dolphins are going to be nearly as good as everybody thinks they are because I have no faith in Tua whatsoever I don't think I don't either that hip injury is still going to haunt him yeah, and you see all these videos coming out of them just being like, look at this bomb to Hill. Every single <laughs> one of those videos you've seen, that ball has been underthrown by 10 yards. And Hill oh, is yeah. coming back to it and like making diving catches. And they're like, look at he's this. He's the like, only person, he's one of the only people in the NFL that can make that catch because he's fast enough to get back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he's going to do. But the weird thing is, on the when he was on the Kansas City Chiefs, so we're talking about Tyreek Hill. Most of his run after the catch plays came on like bubble screens. It wasn't like deep bombs. So it's weird that it seems like the Miami Dolphins, so far from what we've seen in practice videos and preseason, they're just trying to get him on like streaks down the field. When why wouldn't you just do bubble screens or little slants and just get him like in space so he can outrun everybody? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then, so as you were saying, though, um, so let's move over to uh, another division here. Let's go well, with the AFC so, Well, North. before we do that, oh. the only team so far we haven't talked about is the Broncos. They, oh, yeah. this might be a shock to you, but I think they're my pick to be in the Super Bowl in the AFC. Oh, I really? think, yeah, I think so. The playoff teams, I think, coming out of this division are the Chiefs, the uh the Chargers, and then the Broncos. So I think the Raiders nearly miss it like they did last season where, you know, that game came down to whoever won that last game got the last wildcard spot. But I think it is the Broncos. It's followed the formula like of the new NFL, which a couple years ago, it was like for a decade, we had the teams that you stacked up your entire roster, right? You like built the Legion of Boom and then you had Russell Wilson on like a rookie contract and then you just went to the Super Bowl, right? Like it was right. like like that for Jared Goff. It was like that for the Eagles who won their Super Bowl with Wentz. It was like all these, the pattern or the formula to get to the Super Bowl was rookie quarterbacks on rookie deals. You stack the team around them and then you just make a run at the Super Bowl. Now, it seems, especially in the past three years, the formula has flipped where you build up your all-star roster and then you just add a aging quarterback in the offseason. We look at the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Last year, we had the Rams with Matt Stafford. And this year, 
why couldn't it be Russ and the Broncos? Well, and also their defense is another top-notch defense. Um, I have their defense roughly around five um, yeah. in the league. And so, I mean, that, that brings up a good point. That uh, I, I mean, it's, it's hard to go against the Bills. Um, being a Patriot fan, I know, you know, the, that division, the Bills are going to come out of that division. Like, that's my pick for them at least. Um, but outside of the Bills – the AFC championship games can be either the bills versus one of those three teams out of. Uh, yeah. Out of I, my only reservations on the chargers, which seems to be the early season pick is haven't we been doing this with the chargers for what? 20, 15 years at this point where it's always, they have the most talented roster. They have even back when they had the Damian Tomlinson, they had Phillip rivers. They had Keenan Allen. Like they had, Antonio Gates, like always stack teams, top five offense, top five defense, and they just always just could not get it done. And then they reset, and now it just feels like the exact same thing all over again. I see your point there, but also no hate against uh, Philip Rivers because he was a good quarterback, really good quarterback. But I think Justin Herbert is going to be have a better career um, than Philip Rivers. So I think that will be the X factor. Um yeah, he's he's been getting better and better. I mean, this is a big proving year for him, in my opinion. Um, so this this would be a big year to watch Justin Herbert and the Chargers because I agree with you. Like the last fifteen years has kind of been that trend. Really good team, but they can't get past that hump. And um, I mean, you may the quarterback change may have been the thing. Uh, younger Herbert, I, I think, is a uh, quite quite talented there. So that that might be my pick for coming out of there. Out of at least at least the AFs or the, that division champion. But I think come playoff time, Russell having a little bit more playoff experience and same with Mahomes having a little more playoff experience that uh, could benefit them to get past the chargers. The only, I have a sheet that has all the head coaches on it. For some reason, I can't find the chargers coach on it. What is, who is the chargers head coach? I am top of my head. I, I can't tell. I'm you drawing a blank, but that might be, <laughs> One of the things that holds the Broncos back from going to the Super Bowl is they have the rookie head coach, the Daniel Hackett. Like, who knows if he is even a good coach? Who knows? So that might be the thing that stops them from going to the Super Bowl. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think it from the AFC, I mean, it's either got to be one of the AFC West teams or the Bills. Like, who else is even in that discussion? The Ravens, maybe? Uh, the, the, the Ravens or, or the Bengals, whoever comes out of winning that division, uh, which oh. I think is a pretty close one. Um, but and and then, yeah, I mean, the Colts are Titans, but either, whoever wins that division, they're probably going to be out in that first round. Um, they're not going to make it far. So by following that formula that I said work for Tom Brady's work for Matt Stafford, and I think works for the Broncos. Let's move over to the AFC South because the Colts did the same thing stacked up their whole team, loaded it all up, and then got a veteran quarterback in Matt Ryan. So does Matt Ryan still have it in him to get a team to the Super Bowl? I I don't. Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan, he's not he's not a bad quarterback. Like, if he was out on free agent, I'm sure there's plenty of teams that would pick him up. Um, and then, obviously, you know, being a Patriot fan, I, was, I watched <laughs> that game heavily on that comeback. But um, 
where where people argue with Matt Ryan and say that, oh, well, look what he did. He didn't Super Bowl. He, he almost beat the Patriots, and it was a crazy comeback by Brady and the whole team. But the weapons that he had in Atlanta that year was just you could give the ball to four or five people, you know, off of two yards, and they would make a play. So yeah. I'm not saying that Matt Ryan's bad because he's not, but that whole Matty Ice thing that he got for that year just ah. – I mean, they're going to they're be successful. I, I do. My pick is for the Colts to win that division. Um, but to go past that? Uh, no. Because, I, I mean, who? So. Their, their offensive weapons are Michael Pittman and who else? Pittman? Like, <laughs> Pittman. yeah, who else would step up? <laughs> like, the, the, I don't trust. The rookie, so. I don't trust their uh, – I don't trust their offense outside of Matt Ryan. Like they're again, you, I don't feel like you can judge an offensive line of a team based on them playing with Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz has the bad habit of being the only quarterback in the NFL who thinks that if you hold onto the ball longer, good things will happen. And it never does. So I you take, know that firsthand. Uh, yeah. As an Eagles fan, it was always just like, <laughs> why are you holding onto the ball for five seconds longer than anybody else in the league? And he did that the same thing with uh, the Colt last year, where it was just like, and we've already seen it in the three preseason games he's played in. It's just right. like he gets, he takes the worst sacks in the league. It always makes his offensive line look so much worse than they actually are because he's getting sw- swarmed by 10 guys, but it's like, yeah, but he also hung onto the ball for seven seconds when <laughs> the next slowest guy to get rid of the ball holds onto the ball for like three and a half three. seconds. Like, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, so now that we have start or stopped with the Colts, let's move on to the Titans. And the craziest thing about the Titans, which I did not remember, is they finished with the best record in the AFC last year, which I feel like is forgotten. I feel like they they don't even have a shot to make the playoffs this year. I think they lost AJ Brown. They Derrick Henry has another year on him where he's literally their entire offense for an entire year. He had the injury last year for where he missed a couple games. Now you have Ryan Tannehill. I mean, Malik Willis has looked really good this preseason, but I put no stock in preseason games whatsoever. Like most teams what they're throwing out guys who don't even make an NFL team after preseason. So like we just had the Malik uh, Malik Willis had a really good game and Justin Fields had a really good game in preseason. I throw both those out the window because I don't think either of them will do anything this year in the NFL. Do you think Ryan Tannehill stays the starter for the Titans the entire year? Um, I think they do. Cause I think, they'll be chasing that division. Uh, I, I just think it's hard to toss out Tannehill because um, he's shown that he can uh, get your team where it needs to be. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I think he'll stay, but that team's not going to do well um, moving off from offense to defense. I mean, they're uh, Landry just tore his ACL. I mean, he's out for the season. Like, yep. It's, that's that's the leading pass rusher for them and uh i mean you can't just keep throwing it on henry to try to win the games well Um, also it just becomes another thing where it's like they lost literally their only weapon derrick henry's more beat up than he was last year and last year he was already beat up like what is their offense the same thing same question i had with the colts like what even are they right uh that 
that that is the in the weakest division um in the AFC for sure. Um yeah. So I mean, what do you do you think they're doing so bad that they just pull Tannehill and see what else they got? I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like at a certain point in the season, like when do you just decide like the season's lost anyways, let's just get this guy some reps. If he is Mm going to be the future, which I think he is like Tannehill, we've seen the peak of Tannehill. We saw the, we saw it the year where Brady's last year with the Patriots, where they knocked him out of the playoffs. Like, and then last year where they were the number one seed in the AFC and then did nothing in the playoffs. Like what, what more do you honestly think if you're a fan of the Tennessee Titans that Ryan Tannehill can take you into a deep playoff run, potentially to the Super Bowl, potentially to win the Super Bowl. Like, I don't think there's any even shot. if he was even if he was in his prime, I still don't think that's gonna happen because those those other four teams are just too stacked, too dominant. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. And then the wild card potential team, potential in this division is how do you feel about the Jaguars? Because we've seen, especially in a Doug Peterson uh run, you know, team we saw with the Eagles where they had the second year with the Carson Wentz took that whole team to the Super Bowl. And, you know, we obviously saw how that played out, but Doug Peterson (laughs) is an established coach. He's a good coach. He's a million times better of an NFL coach than Urban Meyer. Like there were, (laughs) he might be one of the worst NFL coaches of all time. And still like Trevor Lawrence had a bad season, but he had like bright spots and like highlights and was doing the best to, be somewhat competent on a team that was just a giant, giant mess. The Jaguars have a competent defense. So if they, they signed uh, uh, Christian Kirk from the, what he used to be on the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. So they have, they spent yeah. big money on the offense. They have a good offensive line. They have a good defense, at least top 15. Could the Jaguars surprise people? I mean, I, I think they're going to surprise people in they are going to have a much better team this year. Um, as you were talking about Lawrence's and with, with what he had to deal with, you know, in the previous years, uh, he doesn't give up. He was there for the, you know, he was actually trying to still better himself as a quarterback, even though his team was garbage. So with everything you just said, I do think that they will surprise people. They will have a better record this year. Um, they could even t- possibly even take a sec, you know, take this two spot in their division, but um, I, I don't think it's enough to win and win that division, uh, but it definitely will surprise people. They're going to actually play tougher games. You can't just go into one of their, one of their games and just bypass them. Cause they, they will, it's a trap game in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Cause they, they have gotten much better and everybody's like, Oh, it's the Jaguars. It's the Jaguars. We're going to, we're going to beat them. Um, they have gotten better and uh, just going off of uh, uh, going off of how Lawrence came about and um, really actually tried with a really bad roster. I think that um, they will be much better this year and they will be a trap team for a lot of teams out there. So Colts, Titans, keep your head up because <laughs> you, go, and- you go down to Jacksonville, that might that might surprise you. Well, and then we have to talk about the team that I don't think there's even a question who finishes last in this division. I mean, the Houston Texans, they have David Mills at quarterback who was better than I feel like people thought he would be last year. But that was also that that thing where it's always like reminds me of the Matt Flynn 
remember like a couple years ago where Russell Wilson was on the Seahawks or it was right before he was on the Seahawks or no, it was the year he was on the Seahawks on the Seahawks. Um, and they signed Matt Flynn from the Packers because he had that week 16 or week 17 game where he like threw for five touchdowns. He had like 500 yards and he just like lit up. I can't remember what team he was playing, but it was like the Packers. But you remember the game I'm talking about where the do, Packers like I, were I, resting everybody. Matt Flynn yeah. came in and fucking lit it up. And then he signs that huge contract in Seattle. And then he gets benched for Russell Wilson and the rest is history. I feel like <laughs> he has that kind of like vibe where it's just like nobody knew what to expect. And then he comes in and lights it up. And now we have tape on him. And then it's just going to be, he's going to be Case Keenum. Like he's going to be. He's going to be the guy who had that one year where everybody was like, damn, like this guy can play. And then all of a sudden he's, you know, a backup or the third string on the Browns like two years from now. I just think that's his, I mean, it's harsh, but. No, I I mean, that's, that's kind of how those draws come happen sometimes, man. But uh, yeah, I I agree with you on that. Uh, It it all went downhill when they got rid of Hopkins. Like, yeah, that was that was like okay they put the order in for their coffin and well they had i mean when you think about it they had deshaun watson at his peak uh deandre hopkins at his peak jj watt at his peak and just nothing to show for it and then now they're even in the playoffs yeah yeah and now deshaun watson will actually we'll talk about him when we get to the browns but he's gone deandre hopkins is gone jj watt's gone and they have now david mills and a tougher division than when those guys were in it. Like, I mean, I have more, I could, I would not be surprised if the Colts, the Jaguars or the Titans want like one first place in that division. I would be absolutely shocked if the Texans came anywhere close to what winning four or five games. I say four. Yeah. Like if we were, (laughs) we're recording in Vegas, if we had to pet, put money on it i would put way more money on them winning less than four games than any of the other teams in that division winning like yeah yeah i think they're going to be what who is going to be a worse team this year than the texans the candidates are the seahawks the browns the falcons and the giants i think the giants would be the closer one um personally i mean you know them a little better. They're in your division, uh, but I just, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just think they're <laughs> they're trash. I honestly think I think it's the Falcons. I okay. mean, when we get to talking about the Falcons and you like go through their roster, they're starting uh, Marcus Mariota at quarterback. The Calvin Ridley got suspended by the NFL for the gambling thing. Like it's literally they have Kyle Pitts. They have a a terrible offensive line. They have no defense and they're starting Marcus Mariota. Like, I think that's as bad, if not worse than the Texans, but we'll hold off going to the NFC because now we have to go to the AFC North. Now the Bengals, I feel like is a team that either everybody, there's like two sides of this coin. Either everybody's saying they'll be back in the AFC championship or just miss the playoffs entirely. I feel like there's no middle ground. Right. I agree with you there. Like, Um, do they, so they clearly are the ones that are going to win this division. Yeah. Um, 
so so uh you said the Bengals, right that, yes that's who you had yeah i mean the ravens they're they're there and a lot of people have them but i i don't have a lot of faith in like lamar jackson's amazing but it, he's too much of a running quarterback and as we were talking about earlier uh what are running backs their lifespan is what four years in the nfl and then so he's essentially a running back not saying he has a bad arm but he's more of a runner um, yeah and so that's why when he first got in that league he was really really strong mvp crushing it but uh, i think it's already starting to take a toll on his body um so i do think the Bengals still come out on top i mean joe burrow he's he's still phenomenal and i mean he's up there what are all of his weapons again um He's got I mean, he's got Mixon, Chase, uh, T Higgins. Like he's loaded. He's got he's absolutely loaded on offense. That um, being a competent quarterback that he is, that he's proven. You know, he got to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, and it was no fluke. He had great numbers doing it. That uh, yeah, I think the Bengals. Even though a lot of people have the Ravens in battle with them, I think the Bengals are um, at least. I, I honestly do think a, a, a two win a two-win team over the Ravens. Um, yeah. Well, so. and you look at the Bengals' offseason, like, departures and who they signed. They lost nobody and just shored up, like, their entire back end of their defense, signing Eli Apple, sign, or re-signing Eli Apple, Trey Flowers. They kept their uh, safety. They gave him the franchise tag. And then they also re-signed Michael Thomas to play DB. So it's like... Everybody they had last year from their defense, they just brought back. They didn't lose anybody except their tight end, but then they re-signed – or no, then they signed a one-year contract, Hayden Hurst, which is he that much different than uh, C.J. Uzma? Like, no. Right. So it's like – it's Yeah. Everybody, they, they lost nobody in the offseason. The few people they did lost, they brought in either competent – either uh, players who are the same – or competent players, no bad players. So it's like they're running back the same exact team, and this team beat, you know, a Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill Chief team that everybody thought was unstoppable. Like right. that game is still one of the weirdest games I've ever watched in my life because it was like, <laughs> how is this happening? And then in the uh, the Super Bowl, they were what one, two, maybe between two and five plays away from actually winning that Super Bowl, Like that game was a lot closer than I feel like people thought it would be. Yeah. I mean, he's got so much potential. Um, And uh, you're right. Uh, So again, I, people were saying Ravens and Bengals close. I don't think so. I think Bengals at least two wins over the Ravens and that they run away with that division. Um, Yeah. Do do I I think, do do I think that they're going to be any of the AFC West teams or the bills? It's going to have to be one of those, you know, as you're just saying, the Chiefs Bengals game last year, it's gonna have to be a tight game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, how do we feel about their defense? Because their defense, I feel like the offense, you know, they have T. Higgins, they have um uh Jamar Chase, and we saw both those guys just light it up last year. They obviously have Mixon, they have Burrow. So I feel like they have, especially in I mean, they have a better offense than pretty much every team in the NFC. Like if you put them in the NFC, they're the number one offense without question. Right. Right. Like, I agree. But in the AFC, because the AFC, like we were saying off mic or whatever, the AFC is just absolutely stacked this year. 
Like how many AFC teams would you take before you picked a, the first NFC teams in terms of like, like best teams uh, in the uh, NFL? Cause are, AFC are we just going offense or are we just going overall team? No overall team. So in the AFC, we have yeah. the bills, the Bengals, the chiefs, the chargers, the Broncos, would you take the Rams before you would take any of those teams? Maybe the Broncos. Maybe the Broncos. That's it. So yeah, you're taking, and even then I would take, I would put them on the same level. So you're taking five to six. You can make a case for maybe seven. If the Ravens are actually good AFC teams before you're getting to one NFC team. So that might be the biggest thing hurting the Bengals is they're just going to, they're just playing in the tougher conference. Like they're just going to have to go against Titans. As as you started off with the, the whole, the, the whole podcast um you know you said i was a patriots fan people keep asking me oh how do you think they're gonna do how do you think they're i i, I tell them try not to be biased like i, I do think they're gonna be better than some people think but i'm saying nine and eight ten and seven but they're like i'm like there's no way they're gonna make the playoffs there, there's no way no in the end if you want to shot in the afc i think 11 is the benchmark that you have to hit if you want to make the playoffs in the afc you have to hit at least 11 yeah, it's, it's just too stacked. They're, they're gonna all the those AFC teams, I think, will just roll over any of those NFC teams, um, and then just beat up on their in you know in division rivals. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's just stacked. And and you're right, out of the NFC, the Rams are really the only legitimate threat. Um, even with the picks that I have for the North, South, and East in the NFC, like it's it, it doesn't matter. The the, the AFC is stacked. I'd be shocked if even with the Rams being good or whoever comes out of the NFC to make the champion, uh, to make the Super Bowl. In my opinion, I'd be shocked if the AFC champion did not win the Super Bowl. Absolutely shocked. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. This is one of those, I feel like for a couple of years there, it was the NFC was the harder, you know, conference, but it is completely swung in the past. What two, three years where the I AFC think, yeah, is just three years. Yeah, yeah, just stack, stack. So the last team we need to talk about in this, uh, or the last two teams we need to talk about in this division are the Steelers, who this is the first year without Roethlisberger, and then the Browns, the first year with Deshaun Watson, who is only getting how many games? He's only getting 11, right? He's missing uh, 11? Yeah, 11 games. So he will miss the first 11. They're going to have Tyrod Taylor be the starting quarterback week one, where they will play the Panthers with Baker Bayfield, which should be a highlight of week one, him going back there. Interesting game. Yeah. yeah. So between those two teams, I mean, the, the Steelers feel like they're kind of in a rebuild, but they also had a top two, top three defense last year. And Kenny Pickett, I mean, he looks like the real deal. He looks like he can play, but they're going to be starting Mitchell Trubisky, which I, I, yeah. All right. Which I, again, I don't know why this is one of those things where it's like the Titans thing where you have Ryan Tannehill, but Ryan Tannehill has at least gotten you the number one seed in the AFC. He's won you playoff games. It's like, what do you see in Mitch Trubisky that you wouldn't just be like, we can just throw Kenny Pickett in there and just see what we have. Like, you know, Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be your franchise quarterback. Like, why are you doing the stopgap? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get when teams do that. I mean, you literally just said it that Trubisky is not their long term. Uh, whether he was a good quarterback, 
bad or decent, whatever. He's he's not their long-term option. He knows that. And and the franchise knows that. So why are we sticking with him? Why not give the other guy a shot? It's as you said, rebuild. It's a rebuild season. So why why pump the brakes on this? Let's see what he has early season. I mean, I know you can't you know you can't win the Super Bowl in the first couple of games, but you could definitely lose it, which yeah, I mean, let's just be honest, they're not gonna be good anyway. So well, and even if they're what it's always the Mike Tomlin thing where he's never had a losing season, but he's had a lot of eight and eight or eight or uh, nine and eight seasons. So can you see this? Like I can see this Steelers team winning nine and eight or like winning going nine and eight, but you're in the division with the Bengals and the Ravens, and both those teams have the potential to win what 12, 11, 10 games. So you're still going to be the third best team in your division, even with a winning record. Because nine and eight is still a winning record. So, right. and, th- I, and that's the same thing what I said with the page. It's like it's, it's that same thing on how I feel for my team. Like, you know, 10 and seven, but it doesn't matter. If you're not, if you're not an 11, 11 win team, in my opinion, is the benchmark, you're not making the playoffs. So, why, you know, you're not going to get there. I mean, j- just face it, it, it would, it would be the shock of the NFL <laughs> if the yeah. Steelers, even though you said that, you know, good defense, Tomlin, he's been in for years. He knows what to do. He, he knows his players, but there's, I just don't. I, I don't see how you could be like, okay, I know we're going to make the playoffs. So, you know, let's, yeah. let's give Trubisky his shot. I, I, it, it's a rebuild. The division's too hard. The conference is too hard that this is the prime time. Just get him in there and get, get him to have some reps. So I uh, did like a little NFL record projection kind of thing where I put uh, like, all the games and to see who would win what games and like kind of did that whole thing. Right. So I have the Steelers going nine and eight, but even then I still have the Ravens going uh, 11 and six, and then the Bengals going 12 and five. So even then with a nine and eight record, like you're not making it because in the AFC West, you have to imagine chiefs get at least 10 chargers get at least 10, I would honestly say, and then either the Raiders or Broncos get at least 10. So right there, you're still below, like we were saying, three teams. Yeah, so man, that division, that, that division is going to be the best division in football. I know. It's gonna be so honestly, would you be to go quickly back to the AFC West? Would you be shocked if all, if all those teams like split with each other? So they all can theoretically end up with a 10 and six, or I'm sorry, a 10 and seven, 11 and six record. That's honestly possible in that division. And would you be shocked? Who's the the weakest link in that division is the Raiders who massively improved over the offseason. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I mean, it's tough to beat a team twice. Um, it uh-huh. is. Um, and that, that's a really good point. I mean, it, it, theoretically, it could happen that way. Um, these are all just solid teams. It's, it's, that, that's going to be my favorite every Sunday most you know outside of the, the other games but the sunday that, that's going to be my division to watch that's who's going to win the super bowl and again i still being a pats fan watching the bills play plenty i uh, i mean the bills are going to be really tough but what's got going for the west is they're going to play be playing each other and a whole bunch and that's some high caliber football they're going to be ready you have to have your a game pretty much so was that uh, at least six games six games of your season, you're playing one of the best teams in NFL. Yeah. 
Well, and it does that weird, uh, what is it? It does that weird, like, NFC West kind of thing where each team, like, has the other team's number. Like, for some reason, the Raiders play the Chiefs really well, but then the Chiefs play the Chargers really well, and now who knows with the Broncos coming in, who will... I feel like it'll be the thing where, yeah, each of them just have the other one's number, but then, so the Chargers have like the Raiders number and then the Raiders have the Chiefs number. And then, yeah, it all just goes back and forth where they're all just have, you know, they won and lost half the games in their division. But let's go uh, to probably the most noteworthy team this offseason, just from all the Deshaun Watson crazy stuff around him. Let's go to the Browns, who will be starting Jacoby Brissett for the first. I thought it was Tyrod Taylor. It's not. He's still no, on the Jacoby. Chargers. You're it's right. It's Jacoby. Jacoby I mean, Brissett, right, yeah, who will be playing in Deshaun Watson's absence for the first 11 weeks of the season. Like, realistically, what are the Browns' chances this year? Zero, especially in that division. I mean, I, yeah, in my opinion, I, I think zero, less than five, probably. Um, I mean, Jacoby, he played for my team and, you know, watching him go and they play for the Colts. He, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's not your top tier guy um, by any means. I mean, is he, is he a decent backup? Yeah, but I mean, how far can you go with a backup unless you have, you know, some crazy phenomenon happen? Like, uh, I, I just don't see there's too much there's too much turmoil going on with that franchise right now that it's going to cloud the locker room. Their heads aren't going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's it's just all going to spiral down. And well, they're not going to really go anywhere. Nobody's going to really care to play as hard as they want to. I know that, you know, it's their job, it's their profession and some probably will. But a team in the whole, uh, I think it's going to be tough for them to get out of the of the cloud in the locker room and actually get to the field and perform how they should to advance as far as they need to. Well, everyone is also just assuming that Deshaun Watson, after not playing for what, two and a half years, just comes right, right back in and then just starts to lighten it up again. Oh, like Deshaun Watson. I mean, it's, and again, and when we talked about um, Houston earlier, like look at everybody that he had, like he had a good team. Dude, he had a good team and they were still going what he had a couple of years where he was like five and 11 or like yeah. something like that, where he was just putting up monster stats and his team still wasn't winning. Like so, who's yeah, to I say that doesn't also happen with this Browns team. Like maybe he does come out and be good, but everything else surrounding that makes it. So they are what a five and 11 team, a six and uh, sorry, it's six and uh 11 team like a 5 and 12 team like who knows that's a real pro- that's a real probability that Jacoby Brissett in the first 11 weeks there's a chance he can go 5 and 6 but there's also a chance he can go what he can win one or two games and then they're right. just like the season's gone like who knows it's the, like you said Jacoby Brissett's a good uh quarterback he's not a bad quarterback but he's not going to be beaten any of the AFC West teams or any of the AFC North teams. No. I mean, the Browns, you think they're just going to walk in, even with Deshaun Watson, they're going to have the Ravens. They're going to have the Bengals. They're going to have a Steelers defense. That's still a top two defense in the league. So it's not right. like he's playing it's, cupcakes. Right. I mean, for all those teams outside of those top five, six teams in the AFC <laughs> rebuild, this is the time because 
those other teams are just stacked in my, uh, that, that's how I view it. Um, so, so they could win their first week. They play the Panthers. They could beat the Panthers like the Panthers, but then you have to factor in the Baker Mayfield revenge, you know, tour and all that kind of stuff. He's going to be fired up. Then they play the jets. So right there, they're potentially two and oh, right. So they're starting two and oh, even with Jacoby Brissett, but then they play the Steelers which I think that's a loss, just, just defense alone. I think that's a loss. Then they play the Falcons, which that's a win. Then they play, but here's where it gets bad. Then they play the Chargers, your team, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Browns, the Dolphins, the Bills, the Bucks. That's just like a murderer's row right there. That's they monstrous. could start, they could start three and one and then lose the rest of the games till Deshaun Watson comes back. Like... Yeah, that's that's a high possibility. Because, man, yeah, just in a four-week span, they're playing Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals. Like, man. And even though your team's going to step back a little, I still don't think you can be like Jacoby Bursett is going into New England. And I think they're playing – yeah, the, or no, the, the regardless, I don't think the uh, – Jacoby Brissett led Browns are beating a Bill Belichick defense where he has time to plan for you. Like, no way. None at all. None at all. I mean, everybody's, I mean, not every, a lot of people are saying Belichick, you know, washed up, he's getting older. Yeah. But you know what? His defense, even if they're, you know, even if they're a younger defense or whatever, depending, whatever kind of defense he had, it's still a Bill Belichick defense. Um, yeah. And that's going to be a tough, a tough team to to beat um just on that basis alone um i mean that would out of that stretch that you were saying the patriots would be their best shot uh to get another w in there but um it that that that's still tough but still i wouldn't put money on them beating the patriots like the patriots are still gonna do a defense defensive scheme to what the only person you really have to worry about on the browns are amari cooper and Kareem Hunt, if he's still, but he seems like he wants out of Cleveland. So, yeah, who knows? But so let's speaking of your team, let's move to your team because we have talked about every division except the AFC in the AFC, except for the AFC East. So this is the Bills division, like bar none, right? Like they're winning. What, They're winning 14, 13, 14, 15 games. Would that be shocking? I would be shocked if they win less than 13. Yeah. They're, I, sh- I, I think they're the clear best team in the NFL this year, right? Like there's no even debate in, in regular season. I would say so. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, playoffs, it's playoff football. Things can happen. Um, but regular season, they're, they're going to have the best record. Um, I mean, the division alone, like again, Pats are not going to be bad. Miami's not going to be bad. Jets are afterthought um (laughs) um but um it's it's the division is is definitely weaker than them um it's not like they have a couple of the afc west teams in there with them um so it's going to be their schedule their record is going to look much better not saying they're going to be a bad team but that 13 14 win season going into the playoffs you're going to be like oh man this is the team to beat Again, playoffs, football, those other teams are stacked. It's going to be tough to do. But um, definitely clear 
clear best record in football, in my opinion. Yeah. And again, this is like the Bengals. They lost nobody. They only added people. We talked about Von Miller. I mean, he might be over the hill, but I don't think he'll, I don't think he's past his prime yet. I think we were saying that by the end of his contract, he signed, he'll be way past the hill, but he'll still be an impact player on the line and we'll get, you know, he might disappear for a couple games, but I feel like we'll definitely have Bill's games this year where it's just him taking over, you know, and having a Von Miller style game where he's getting uh, three sacks or hitting the quarterback every, you know, possession. And we'll definitely see Von Miller make an impact on this defense that was already stacked last year. Right. I mean, and that, that, that's what I was kind of trying to touch on earlier is, is, I still think he might be a little past his, his prime. You're, you're saying he's right there on the fringe for you, but yeah. the defense is already really stacked and all already really good that it, it's going to elevate him even more. Like, it, I don't think he's going to be much better than what he is, but the rest of the defense being as good as it is, it's going to open up spots for him to have some shining moments for have to have some uh, big plays in there. Um, and obviously going to a new team is always going to re, you know, re-spark you a little bit um yeah. we've seen it plenty with the most most of the time with offensive players but um yeah uh, that team's just got rid of nobody added more people it's 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 a stacked team well it's going stacked. off going off what you're saying which is a good point is maybe if even if he is past his prime he doesn't need to be in his prime because there's so many people around him to like lift him up right. like i'm sure uh, having Aaron Donald on the line right next to him helped him a lot last year. And the Bills oh, don't sure. have that kind of guy on the defensive line, but they have that kind of defense like the Rams did last year, where even if he's lost a step, maybe he doesn't need that extra step because everybody around him is so good. Like, I agree. So we're uh, completely agreed on the Bills having, yeah, potentially the best record. I mean, it's really going to be, the best record in the NFL is either going to be AFC West or the Bills, right? Like, I, I think the Bills, though, because going off what you were saying earlier, um, there's a big possibility in that NFC West. They all just nil each other out, and you have or the AFC West. 10, oh, West, thank you. Yeah. Uh, have their um, uh, 10, 11, you know, 11 wins, but they're just beating the crap out of each other. So yeah. I, I just think that the Bills have the easiest, easiest opportunity to have the highest win total. Um, but that doesn't really mean anything when you get into the playoffs because those other teams, they've been playing each other. They're high caliber teams. It's going to be they're battle tested. If, if they're not, yeah, they're battle tested. Great way to put that. If they're not ready to go into the playoffs because they've been playing cupcakes for the most part or teams that are, you know, just right there in the middle, um, which is most of, which is the division that they're in. Um, yep. is, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them. So that's everybody's saying clear winner for them to win the Super Bowl clear winner for them to have the best record to make the playoffs to have the one seed, but yeah, good luck. Are you, you're not picking the bills though, to go to the Super Bowl, right? You said chargers. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to, that's a, okay. You know, that's, I will just pick the bills. I will say the bills. Um, Cause maybe it's a little biased, go AFC East, but um, <laughs> um because you never know, like, okay, now kind of flipping the coin a little bit, going with the AFC West where they're beating the crap out of each other the entire time um, could potentially be a lot of injuries. This is all, you know, projecting here. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but uh, maybe they're beat up and the bills come in fresh, you know, so that's another another way you got to look at that as well. Um, 
I will, I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to stick to the guns on here and say the Bills will make the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Um, but that's a slim margin with the, all the teams coming out of the, out of the West. So, um, yeah, but um, I, I, I picked the Bills. What about you? Well, I already get, I, I honestly think it's going to oh, be. Oh, you said the Broncos. I think right? the Broncos. I think that's my, we'll do like Super Bowl picks. I mean, we can wait till the end, but yeah, if this well, is I mean, the last. Let's, let's, just, let's just hit up the AFC then right here. Right? So the last, so the AFC is, uh, I honestly think it's going to be the Broncos. I just think it fits the formula the NFL has had. The Broncos had a great defense last year. They're going to have a better offense this year. And, but I do agree with you where it's just, the division might be the thing that makes it hard because when Brady went to the NFC South, like really the only competition in that was the saints who did beat his ass and has beat his ass every time they played him. But it really hasn't. I mean, it hasn't done. It hasn't affected him obviously because he won the super bowl. He went to the playoffs last year. Uh, The NFC West last year, we had a Seahawks team that, wasn't as good as everybody projected because you had the Russ Wills, the Russell Wilson injury. And then that team kind of fell apart. And we're going to see this year, like they completely fell apart. Right. We had a Cardinals team who was really good during the beginning of the season. Everybody was picking them to go to the Super Bowl, And then the wheels kind of fell off that. And then we had obviously a 49ers team who went into Lambeau beat Aaron Rodgers, but then, yeah, it's just that thing where it's the Rams have – I think it's the Rams have San Francisco's number, Cardinals have their number, and then the 49ers have the Cardinals number, right? It's like that weird yeah. thing we talked about where it's just same thing with the AFC West and the NFC West. Each of those teams just have the other team's numbers. So when it came time for the Rams to fight you know, the 49ers, they just have had their number all year. So right. there you go. But – yeah, I just think the Broncos are my pick. I think this is one of those cases where everybody is either picking the Bills or the Chargers, and it never works out that way. Last year, 0% of the people were picking the Bengals, and the Bengals are the ones that made it to the Super Bowl. No, I, I, I get what you're saying, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying Broncos, bad pick. Um, yeah. It, it, it's it's going to be one of those four, maybe five teams, uh, you know, depending on what the Bengals do, um, or Ravens do, but, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I guess totally see that. And, you know, playoff football, as I've been saying, it's a different beast. It's a totally yep. different beast. And there's a lot of factors you can take in that battle tested, as you said earlier, um, especially if they stay healthy, um, not a bad pick in my mind. Um, I'm just going to, I'm sticking just with the bills, just, uh, it's tough to go play in Buffalo because especially if they get that number yep. one seed, try to Which, play. In I mean, by all accounts, they will. Like I, yeah. even my pick in the AFC West, I feel again, they're all going to be around that 10, 11 range where the bills are going to be 13, 14, 15 range. So they're going to have the number one seed and maybe, yeah, maybe that is the factor that makes it. So you're playing in Buffalo in January. Uh, you're playing in it in December, like meaningful games. And they're just used to that. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. The, I mean, think about that. The you know the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs and uh, um, the Broncos. Like you know, they're used to playing in cold as well. Um, but the Chargers, hey, L.A. man, it is what it is. <laughs> so, um, but it, it's it's it still would be a tough feat for them to do. 
Um, so I, I mean, we spend a lot of time on that AFC, but I mean, rightfully so. I mean, yeah, I feel like the NFC, stacked. we're just going to blow through it because I, I there's <laughs> nobody to talk about in the NFC. Really? Um, I, I don't, I don't have with the AFC personally, I, I have clear winners in each one personally. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's, uh, let's hop on into it. Um, well, first start? with oh. the AFC, we still have to talk about your team, yeah. the Patriots, <laughs> which you were trying to avoid. Um, What the fuck is going on with the Patriots in terms of no offensive coordinator? Like that is the, in 2022 NFL, that is the dumbest, worst idea I've ever heard in my life. The offense is king. We're talking about the AFC West. We're talking about the Bills. We're talking about the Bengals, all because they have top five potential offenses. We're talking about, the Texans, the Falcons, the Bears, the Seahawks being the worst because they have potential bottom five offenses. Offense rules 2022 NFL. So what the fuck are we doing with the Patriots where they're getting a defensive coordinator to call their offensive plays? plays? Like, Uh, what are we doing? I don't know. That's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Um, And honestly, that made it so it took away like three wins for me right there oh, like, all right that's i mean that that's fair that's fair um and so a lot of people going into that um the last preseason game or was it the last preseason game yeah against the raiders right yeah yeah um was the last one um oh you mean where their offense looked like absolute dog shit and they couldn't move the ball yeah. at all so <laughs> like uh, as my brother put it and hopefully we're, we're going off of this that belichick doesn't want to show mcdaniels all of his plays you know, because they do play each other in December 18th. So, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. He thinks no, he's I, playing I, 3D chess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 3D chess. Um, I, I will say this. So, it, it is odd. I, I, I don't like the move. Um, I mean, yeah, a lot of those coaches, and, and, and particularly in that, in that franchise, Belichick, all those coaches help out. They always have. They've always kind of been with everybody. Um, so, that's kind of where he's trying to go with uh, not trying to set – a certain thing i see his approach and i see why because you know a lot of those coaches have been together they know each other do i think it's the right call no i don't uh it's it's too odd it's too weird uh, especially going with a defensive mostly a defensive coordinator yeah he was the head coach um for a little bit in detroit but i mean it's 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 a bad move um in my opinion uh, doesn't make sense. Um, I, I think that the team will do well, but you're saying the it's offense heavy. Uh, this is another reason. I don't, why I don't think, the, think there's going to be any problem with your defense, but I think no. the offense. You guys are going to lose games because you're going to lose games best, thirteen to ten. Yeah, like our best our best receiver uh, arguably is Parker, um, and he was thrown to the curb. <laughs> yep. So I mean, I mean, Jacoby Myers is good, but he's he's on an injury right now, coming off an injury. So I mean. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be an interesting one. Um, I still well, think they're gonna be all right because you're saying it's Bill Belichick. His defense is always gonna be good, but are we gonna be able to score? A lot's gonna have to come down to. We're gonna be a run heavy team. Um, yeah, Harris is gonna have to do a lot of work. Um, uh, and then uh, going from going from that, um, we we just don't really have much options i mean tight end is nice but our o-line's not that great so they're gonna have to pretty much be on the line the entire time or quickly break off and henry can go and get a run but uh 
You know what that long pause was? That was you trying to find reasoning within yourself of why your offense isn't going to be shit. And you were searching, searching for names. (laughs) Dude, you're going to have the Patriots are going to be a top five defense and a top 32 offense. They're going to be 31st (laughs) or 30th in the league. And you guys Uh, are going to end the season like seven and 10. And everybody's going to be like, I mean, I'm surprised they won seven because this is the lowest amount scored ever in the history of the NFL points wise. I think Mac Jones is, I believe in Mac Jones, but I don't believe in anything around Mac Jones. You guys are doing this dumb running back by committee, which last year barely worked, even though you guys were a run heavy team. Now you have a worse offensive identity, the same running back by committee. You have let the probably... Who has worse weapons in the NFL than the Patriots? It comes down to the Texans, the Seahawks, and I mean, the Seahawks still have DK Metcalf, the Bears, the Falcons, the Giants. I'd put you guys right in there with in terms of worse offensive weapons. Like, I agree. No, I concur with that. Um, go defense. i mean but still i think it's generous being like i still think you guys can win eight games because even i'm like that's literally just based on your team's history and bill belichick Uh, but if i'm trying to like gun to my head reason how you win eight nine games i have no fucking idea i have no idea like you're playing in the bills i think the bills just whoop you twice a year I yeah. think Dolphins, for some reason, the Dolphins have always had your guys' number. They win yes. at least. However, um, <laughs> we do go, we, we do play them here shortly. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, they're taking a new approach. Uh, I haven't read into it, but a new approach down to Miami, um, travel wise, to try to get acclimated to uh, that Miami Heat. So we'll see. Oh, I mean, that'll help uh, <laughs> you guys score, you know, instead of seven points, you guys might score nine. You'll get a safety in there, but your team. So you start at the dolphins. We've already discussed how the dolphins just have your number and they always just get a fluky win against you every year. Even when Brady was there, it's the weirdest shit ever. So you either, this is the game you win against the dolphins or you lose. Cause you always split the dolphins. Then you go Steelers, which that game might be won by just who can hit a field goal. Like we already talked about the Steelers have no offensive identity. You guys less so, and you both have the potential to have the best defense of the league. So that game's going to be, you've been waiting for this topic. haven't you? I have been, I'm ready with this one. (laughs) So you play the Ravens, the Ravens, John Harbaugh is just the best coach to play against the Patriots. He like always is good against you guys. Then you guys play the Packers and then it's the lions, Browns and bears. So you could potentially start, uh, 0-3, and then get three victories, and then that's when you start playing, you know, the, like, toss-up games. Well, not obviously not against the Jets. Like, the Jets, you're going to destroy. I still think you would destroy the Jets, regardless of who you have on offense. Right. But, so you're starting 3-3, three and three, then you're going I mean, look, Jets. Look, look, look what they did last year to the Jets. It was like five interceptions, I think, in that game. Was- yeah. And, I mean, the Jets are just going to be potentially the worst team in the NFL. So I think you win both those games and you play the Jets early. You play them October, November. So especially before Wilson is back and 100%, which I don't think that would be an improvement, but at least it'd be a chance. Like now they have no chance. Then you play the Colts. 
which I think is a loss. You play the Vikings, who when we get to the NFC might be potentially one of the best NFC teams. Then you're playing the Bills. Then you're playing the Cardinals. Then you're playing the Raiders. Then you're playing the Bengals. Then you're playing the Dolphins and Bills again. Like, Jesus, when you get into November, like you guys might not win a game all of November, all of December and into January. Like, that's that's rough. <laughs> that is a rough schedule. Dude, the second it starts November 6th, it's you could potentially only beat the Jets. You would lose your one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You would lose eight of nine games. Like, there's all your losses right there. So you better hope in September and October you're stacking up wins because it gets fucking brutal. Brutal, brutal. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we talked about them. Um, but Dolphins, we'll get off your team. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just waiting. No, no, no. I was waiting great. for that. I know you were. <laughs> I don't, honestly, intense, I don't even... The intensity in your voice got a little, another level there. So I don't even think we need to talk about the Jets. I mean, no. what no. is there to say about the Jets? Zach Wilson is banging his friend's moms. That's the <laughs> most interesting thing that will happen with the Jets all year. Uh, I don't think that being said, besides him having an awesome private life, I think his NFL <laughs> career, like it's, it's done, right? Like I can already, yeah, he I is, think nobody's going to pick it. him up. Nobody's no. going to pick him up. If he, if once, once he's done with that team, he's done. He's, he's going to be the, he's going to get the, the Richard Trubisky. Yeah. He's going to be second, third. I don't think I was, uh, cautious when they drafted him and then i didn't see like with trevor lawrence like you at least saw sparks and flashes yeah, he was of, like, trying as we were saying yeah, he, he you was put trying to... people around him he could be good zach wilson i don't think i think you could put him on the best team in the league right now and he wouldn't know what to do i just think he I, has I bust written he would throw over. more picks yeah it's just i don't think he has anything <sighs> so the last one in this division and in the afc we're going to talk about is the dolphins could the dolphins maybe squeak out and get a wild card if AFC West doesn't take three playoff spots because Um, they would be right there with the Titans with the Ravens. And I think they, that's kind of where they're at, right? Like right with the Ravens, the Titans, uh, maybe like the Raiders, like that nine, 10 win team, maybe eight, like on a, if something goes wrong, like, yeah, I have the Dolphins finishing nine and eight. Like, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Right. I, I think you're right there. Um, they're they're, they're going to be – I still think the Patriots will try to give them a run for their money. But, um, no, uh, they will probably be close, especially if what you have to say is going to happen in the, or might happen in the, the AFC West where they all kind of mill each other out and, like, get that 10, 11 mark. Um, they would – they might have a shot. Um but uh, I, I still think it's 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 too tough. We kind of already have our five, six teams that are so you you do get that, you know, you get that one, uh, you get number seven in that wild card spot potentially. Um, but I, I I still think that um, even even if they beat up on each other, you you get three out of the West. Um, and then I mean the only the only chance they have is two have to come out of the West and then they take, they take that seventh spot. Yeah. Because I mean, cause whoever wins out of uh, whoever wins out of the um, Bengals or Ravens, the other one, I, I th- 
I think that division is weak enough to where they'll be able to get a, a wild card as well. But um, yeah, man, the AFC is fun to talk about, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Last, the last thing on the AFC before we switch over to the NFC is did we give enough talking points to the chiefs? I feel like they're the one in the AFC West division. We kind of just mold right over. We did. Do, do uh, will Juju Smith Schuster and Travis Kelsey and Clyde Hilaire be enough? Will there be enough of an I, offensive identity there with Patrick Mahomes, who, according to everybody who watches him, is the greatest quarterback who's ever lived? Uh, will they make up for enough of the offensive? just almost like garbage points that Tyreek Hill would get because every game it seemed like, or every other game, it seemed like they would just get a cheap three second to 15 second touchdown from Tyreek Hill doing something crazy. So you're going to miss that. You didn't make up for that with Juju Smith-Schuster. He's not like that kind of player, but will they miss that so much that it'll be noticeable? They won't be as offensively powered as they were with Hill. Basically what I'm saying is, was their offensive identity more Hill-based or more Patrick Mahomes-based? Um, I, I think Hill, because I, I mean, how do you replace a guy like that? I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't. Because um, as you were saying, that almost guarantees him, that, that almost guaranteed that team at least one long touchdown every game. Like yeah. he, 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 or at and, least and, it was there. Like it, it was an option, option was that, there. yeah. Um, the option was there. And then people will be so worried about that, that they can slice and dice you down the center um, with Kelsey going down the slot or, you know, going down, uh, going down the seam or whatever. Um, so I, I think it definitely hurts them a little bit, but it, it, he's still really talented. Um, I'm not saying that, and this is not me being just because I'm a Brady fan, Patrick Mahomes can't be that best quarterback ever. Um, because he is an amazing, amazing quarterback. Oh, he can I do. love Patrick Mahomes. I just hate do? the just anointment of him as the best ever. And it's like he's got one Super Bowl. We did this with Rogers, and then it's been 10 years of nothing. Like, can we calm I down? Mean, the, like, the, let it play out. Like, I, I just don't think I, I think the slack will be picked up elsewhere. Um, it, it might be a little tougher for him to to do because he doesn't have you know those safeties heavily dropping back. Um and, and gives them a little bit more wide open in the fields. But uh, um, I still think that he'll be able to get it done um, with the weapons that he has. I think, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster, he'll, 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 he, he could probably cover about 65% of the Tyreek Hill miss. Hill was, yeah. I mean, but as long as, as, long as Juju Smith-Schuster does something similar to what Hill did, just run that line. Run that line, make, make the safeties drop, the corners drop a little bit. Um, and open up that field a little bit. I, as long as he does somewhat of that, I don't think really much the Chiefs' identity is changing. I think they're pretty much just going to be the Chiefs as we've known in the past five years. Yep. Um, so that's kind of where I'm with them. So, yeah, you're right. We kind of mold over them. But in my mind, the Chiefs are, even even with the Tyree kill loss, um, if, if, if uh, Juju can do somewhat of what he did, I really don't think it's going to hurt him too much. 
Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, what can you say about the Chiefs that everybody isn't also saying? Like, they're still going to be one of the top five teams in the NFL. They're still okay. going to be Patrick Mahomes is still going to have one highlight play each game that you see five million times. Like, they're still going to be the great Chiefs that we've seen in the Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid era. But it's just going to be like, you know, maybe instead of winning. 13 12 games again because of their division because of the loss of hill maybe that cost you what one or two games like they're still going to be a 10 11 win team like they're still their defense a little questionable their offensive line a little questionable that's obviously why we saw them lose the super bowl i also feel like that's kind of why we saw them lose to the Bengals. just when you rush patrick mahomes and get you know pressure on him he's like every other quarterback when you get pressure on him like he looks like a normal person that doesn't want to be hit by a giant 300 pound man. So yeah, the the formula to beat the chiefs is still the same, which is hit Patrick Mahomes, but that's obviously easier said than done because nobody could fucking do it. Like, (laughs) so now we have done the AFC and that took much longer (laughs) than I thought it would, but I also feel like the NFC is going to, we're just going to breeze right through it because it's not as interesting. Let's start with NFC West. NFC West. So the Rams, they're returning everybody. They're running it back. They literally lost nobody. Uh, they are signing. They're doing things with the salary cap that I don't know how it's possible. Like, how do they have this stacked of a team? They keep giving everybody money. They keep getting new people. And it's like, they never have any cap issues. They never have any draft picks, but they just won the I mean, Super Bowl. Who cares about draft yeah, picks? I mean, like, just, just to go off of what you're saying, like just acquiring more people. I mean, Look what they did. They got Allen Robinson. I mean, like that that's another big target for Stafford to hit. Um, yeah. Um, he was the Bears basically entire offense. Like, and yeah. And now we're seeing him get with an actual good quarterback. And I mean, the sky's the limit for this offense. Like, they're gonna be right up there with all the AFC powerhouses we were talking about. Like and, their and, offense. And- and that's defense the only has team. Been, that's that, yeah. that's the only team out of the way. And so, kind of just touching on that, they're the, for me, they're the clear out of the West. You know, everybody has oh, them yeah. going back to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, it's they're 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 the best team in in that division for sure. Possibly the conference that it's 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 tough to tough to beat. But uh, yeah. Yeah, they literally, I mean, the only person they lost was who was like big in that run last year was obviously we talked about Von Miller. Uh, we They lost Robert Woods. They lost Sony Michelle. They lost Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not saying all those guys were big, but they were at least big pieces of that team last year. But then, like you said, they got Allen Robinson, who at this point I think is better than Robert Woods, maybe doesn't have the ceiling of Odell Beckham Jr., but we've also haven't seen Odell Beckham Jr. hit his ceiling because he gets injured or he misses time. So if he can be more durable than Odell Beckham Jr., I think he's a more valuable player to that offense because he's going to be around more. Like that's and that's a huge talking point. Um a lot of people a lot of people overlook when it comes to the injury portion of it. And um, yeah, these players might be great, but if they're injury prone, that takes them out. And you don't know what they're going to be when they come back. 
Yeah. Um, well, that's always so. been JJ Watt's thing, right? Like everybody loves JJ Watt, but, and wants him on his team because he's great when he's out there, but he's also always missed half the season. Like, so it's like, would you rather take a guy a little less talented than JJ Watt, but he can play 16 games or would you rather have elite JJ Watt who can get you elite eight games? Like right. I'd rather take the 16 guy. I'd yeah. rather take an Allen Robinson over an Odell Beckham Jr. just because I know he's going to be there be every there. week. Like, yeah, I, I I totally agree, and that's not to knock OBJ because he's I mean no he's great d- despite despite his off the field you know OBJ craziness, but uh uh like on the field he's he's phenomenal. I mean everybody knows him for that catch, but outside of that catch, if you just watch him on a week to week basis, he gets open. He knows how to run his routes. He's he's an amazing player, but yeah, he's injury prone. He can't play all the time. So I'm right there with you. I would I would take I would take a Robinson over over a Beckham, yeah. Um, in today's football, when you need longevity in a player, yeah. Um, so so and the also the Rams the big signing we forgot to talk about is they signed Bobby Wagner. Like oh, yeah, their defense is. I mean, if they would have kept Von Miller, they would have had Von Miller, Bobby Wagner, and Aaron Donald, which at points in all their careers, like Aaron Donald, obviously now the best defensive tackle in all of football at a time, Von Miller was the best defensive end in football. And then at a time, Bobby Wagner was the best middle linebacker in the NFL. So now they have, I mean, they lost Von Miller, but they have potential, potentially one of the best linebackers maybe ever in Bobby Wagner, who again, same thing we're talking about. We're a little past his prime, but still doesn't need to be at his prime because the Rams defense are so good. Defense and he's so going to be lining what five yards behind Aaron Donald and just eating the scraps that he's still yeah. the most dangerous defensive player in the league. He, and he doesn't have to worry about things coming up that gut really. Cause I mean, Donald's going to swallow it up. Like, yep. So he, he gets to play a little bit more of that. All right, let me, let me check the quarterback's eyes. Let me see where they're going here. And he can read the plays a little better instead of having to worry about, what's coming right at him. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think Rams and the NFC arena agreements that they have the best record in the NFC. I don't see, again, the only question mark is that lingering arm issue with Matthew Stafford. If that becomes a big issue, then they're just a really talented team without a quarterback. Then, then is it possible that if that does happen, like worst case scenario for the Rams, Matthew Stafford, Stafford goes out. lingering, he's out. Do we see either the 49ers or the Cardinals being able to take that division? Um, the Cardinals are a much better team. Um, I, I, Murray, regardless is this whole thing with Arizona, he's still a good quarterback. Um, and uh, going with the Niners, but the Niners are going to be a good team this year. They, they are, but I don't see them being the Rams because, I mean, they just have their number. Yeah. Like that's one of those teams that, they just, they, regardless how good the Niners can be, they just have that, that they have their number. Well, um, also talking about the 49ers, uh, it's Trey Lance. What, what do you think Trey Lance will be this season? Because everybody just assumes like Trey Lance is going to come in. The 49ers are going to stay the course and be as good as they have been for the past three years where they made a Super Bowl appearance last year. They got close again. Like what, in your mind from what you've seen in practice or the preseason games or even the games he's been in, in the past, what do you think Trey Lance is and will be to this 49ers team? So it's kind of up in the air. Um, it's kind of hard to touch. I, I, I mean, 
he's still a rookie quarterback, you yeah. know, playing in the NFL. I mean, you can't always be, I mean, yes, it worked out for Joe Burrow. He's great. He looked amazing, but it, it, it's, Justin it's, Herbert, it's Justin Herbert as well. I mean, it's, it's tough to do in today's NFL to be a rookie coming in and just be the guy. Uh, yep. Something that San Fran that does have for them is nobody, nobody took the scrap of Garoppolo. So that's, I mean, but see, isn't that just weirder? Like, it's so weird that you still have Jimmy G on the team and he's just going to be there because you know, the second Trey Lance starts struggling, everybody in the media, people on the team, because apparently everybody on that team loves Jimmy Garoppolo. There's going to be people on the team. There's going to be fans. There's going to be media. Everybody's going to be like, Trey Lance just had a real shit game that uh, it's a real possibility. He's had a real shit game that Jimmy G never had. So then it's going to be like, why isn't Jimmy G starting? Why isn't Jimmy G starting? He's right there. He's right there. Like, I mean, so, so this goes, this goes back to um, where you're, you're, you're talking about um, uh, the whole Trubisky thing starting. It, it's similar. Right? Yeah. It's not hundred percent the same thing, but maybe they're, you know, uh, in, in the press conferences, they're talking about, Trey Lance going to be that next guy. So they're, they are giving him the shot to try. Yep. Um, um, is that them just saying, Hey, the Rams are just too good and we're not going to get out of division, but Hey, they can make a wild card. I still think I have them. I think I still have them making a while. I do. I have them yeah. taking, taking the seven spot in the wild card um, this year. So, I mean, it's, it's, they have that shot. Um, so th- it is interesting uh, that that's a tough call to make. Do you go with Jimmy G and not let Trey Lance get out there and, and you know, try, um, especially when you have a shot at a wild card and especially in that conference? Um, well, you say it's the Trubisky thing. It's really similar to the Ryan Tannehill thing, which is do you think oh, we've close, seen yeah. the peak of what Jimmy G can be for the 49ers, which he can be a, a great regular season quarterback. The playoffs are more shaky. And then, the consensus is that in that Super Bowl versus the Chiefs, he lost them that game by missing that wide open streak down the side, right? Where everybody's saying, how do you miss that throw? If he does make that throw, the 49ers win that Super Bowl. And then this is a completely different conversation because, you know, he's now a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl on his throw, on his team, and they're, who knows if they sure. even take Trey Lance, but that one throw has basically changed the trajectory of Jimmy G's career ever career. since then. Like yeah. now so, they it, tried it, to get trade value for him. There wasn't any, also it's concerning 31 other NFL teams, not one team wanted Jimmy G. Though, yeah, I mean, look at the, his injury that he's coming off of. Yeah. That's another thing. The injury. That, that's huge. Yeah. And, and, and we just, we keep talking about that multiple times so far is, you know, it's, it's tough to tough to get a player and keep a player that, why would you want him if he's injury prone? So, that, I mean, it, I think definitely since they couldn't get the trade for Jimmy G, it put them in such a hard spot with what they should do with their quarterback. Personally, I think they're still making the right choice going with Trey Lance. You, I do too. He, he's, yeah. he's the future. You have to go with them. Um, you don't know where Jimmy G is with his arm. Um, and uh, that's, that's kind of where I'm at that. Um, so I, I, I still, even with Trey Lance, um, being we don't know really uh i still yeah. have them being a good enough team i mean that defense bosa leading it they're gonna make i think they're gonna make a wild card spot especially with the well, and so debo weak. samuels 
Do you even need a good quarterback with all the stuff Debo Samuel can do? Well, he has the Tyreek Hill factor. Isn't is Debo going to miss a couple games? Is he? Yeah, I, I know he he had his injuries, so I think they said he. Let me look it up. I think they said he will be ready for Week One because remember there was that whole big contract dispute that got settled. But I think he's good. Uh, Debo Samuel injury. Let's look it up. Uh. So he's he's back at practice as of oh actually good timing as of an hour ago there is a report <laughs> of him at practice and then 4 hours ago they say he's still dealing with a knee bone bruise so but if he's back at practice and it looks like he's fully suited up in the pictures like why wouldn't you put him week 1 if he's back at practice to me that means he's starting week 1 but it could be the NFC or the AFC uh what is it? The NFC West does have a lot of question marks in terms of injury because we talk about the Lamar Jackson aspect of him being a running quarterback. Let's switch over to Arizona. Like Kyler Murray is a running quarterback. He's also looks to be about half the size of Lamar I was Jackson. Say smaller, not like mean. he's just he's tinier. Yeah. So now we're talking about injury you know concerns with the 49ers with jimmy g with debo samuel we're talking about with the rams with matt stafford i think that same logic applies to the arizona cardinals i mean i agree with that kyler murray he's fast he's great at avoiding big hits but i'm always concerned that he gets one big hit on him and it looks like it'll wipe him out like he just is so tiny he's so he looks so much smaller playing the game than everybody else the the, the, the smaller guys, they are a little more durable. <laughs> <laughs> but the Cardinals, so we do have DeAndre Hopkins being suspended for the first, I believe it was seven games. Was it, is it that long or is it only uh, four? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't recall. Uh, but besides that, we have, uh, I don't know if I can honestly I don't know if I can put hope or any kind of uh, any kind of stock in a Kyler Murray past week 10, because we've seen that ever since he's been the starting quarterback for the Cardinals always starts great, right? Like does incredible things where you're like, this is amazing. But he peaks way too early in the season. Like you have seen it every year he started where when it gets to the later months, when it gets to the playoffs, he just looks done. Like that playoff game they played last year is, I mean, he just had the worst game of his career in the playoffs. And I always hate betting on those type of players. Like that's why I will never, ever bet on a Aaron Rodgers led Packers team to win the Super Bowl because there's been too many times where he just gets absolutely embarrassed in the playoffs. And I don't care if you put up 50 touchdowns in the regular season, if you immediately go to the playoffs and you have a losing record, which he does, like I have no confidence in you. That's how I feel about uh, Kyler Murray. I have no confidence in him when like it comes to games that matter in the playoffs, literally zero. All Welcome right. Back, so, yeah, we're back. Uh, Casino had to move rooms. Now he looks like he's wearing the same color shirt as the wall behind him. So, <laughs> but uh, to touch on what we were talking about with the Arizona Cardinals, I pulled that up in the break while you moved. Uh, De- or, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's suspended for the first six games. 
So mm. for six six games of the season and the Cardinals, let's see, their first six games are against Jesus, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Rams, the Panthers, the Cardinals, the Seahawks. Jesus, that is a murderer's row of games for him those, to miss. Those, those first three. Oof. The Chiefs, Raiders, Rams. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost all three of those. No, they're, they're going to lose all three. Like, and then the Panthers, I think they win. And the Eagles is a toss-up. Because I, I think, so. yeah. But, yeah, that's wow. bad <laughs> way coming, to start. Coming out the season hot, huh? Oh, Jesus. Um, but, yeah, any uh, last thoughts on the Cardinals? Uh, no. Uh, I think we can uh, move on. I think the Seahawks are basically the same as the Jets or when we get to the Falcons. I just think there's nothing to talk about with the Seahawks. I agree. They're complete. I wouldn't even say they're in a rebuild. Metcalf? Metcalf? Uh, Well, (laughs) interesting thing about Metcalf is he was really trying to re-sign a contract before the season, which I think is a bad sign because he knows how shit his quarterback play is going to be this season. I mean, Drew Locke and... That's that's a good point. He was trying to get his money then. Yeah, because he knows it's going to be a letdown season. And who even is the Seahawks starting quarterback? Because it's not going to be Drew Locke, right? Like Drew Locke, they've already said it's not going to be Drew Locke. I've been uh, paying I don't know. I don't zero know attention. Him. Well, I mean, uh, NFC is not my, my forte. I mean, I know, I know obviously some, oh, but <laughs> it's going to be uh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Geno Smith is going to be starting week one over Drew Locke. Ouch. So when your right. two options on your team are Geno Smith or Drew Locke, like, you know, I'm sorry, Seahawk fans, like this is going to be a rough, rough season, but right. let's scoot over to the NFC North, which I feel like the bears fall in that Seahawks category. Like I Justin Fields might be good. They got a new coach, which is good, but it's, it's going to be the, it's going to be that whole Lawrence thing where, I, th- I think Fields is going to do his best, but it ain't, it's not going to be anything. It's not going to be worth anything. No, I don't think their defense is nearly good enough. I don't think they really have an offensive identity, especially after they lost Allen Robinson. Like you're also going to be playing three teams in your division who I think will be better than you. Like the Lions last year had the worst like Lions luck ever, where it seemed like they should have won five or six more games that they just lost last second like the lions had a bad record last year but i mean they at least fought and were in every game they were like the best three and 13 and one team like maybe in nfl history like they could they they looked good they didn't have a bad quarterback and then i mean the tight end hawkinson like he's still he's one of the better options out there i mean like they're still all right well and i believe dan campbell is like a good coach and he, yeah. I like him. I, he seems like a good guy. He seems like a coach I'd want for my team. Like, I think the Lions will. I have the Lions finishing nine and eight this year. Do so you, right behind the pack. I mean, I well, no. I think the Vikings win this division. Ooh. I think the weak link for the Vikings was their head coach. They got rid of Mike Zimmer, and they now have Kevin O'Connell, offensive guy. Why wouldn't there was that whole thing last year where it was like everybody being like Pete Carroll, like let Russ cook, you know, like let Russ go out there and just be Russell Wilson who like Mike Zimmerman and Kirk cousins fucking hated each other. They hated each other. It was very obvious. Like Mike Zimmerman never gave uh, any kind of respect or 
any praise to Kirk Cousins. So now you have Kevin O'Connell who comes in, offensive guy. Like, why wouldn't he just let Kirk cook? Like, just let him be Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. I uh, he's he's my quarterback in fantasy this year. He is one of if if all the good quarterbacks in fantasy get picked, I'm picking him. He's consistent. He's just he's consistent quarterback. Consistent numbers. And yeah. his teams are always what right in that wild card like spot yeah. where you know he's they're not, never gonna be the worst player. team. No, I don't think. And for how much uh shit he gets, him and Dak Prescott, if you look at their numbers, almost identical with identical playoff records, identical yeah, but he's not numbers for the Cowboys. Exactly. Like if he was playing for the Cowboys, everybody would be saying Kirk Cousins is one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league, like they do with Dak Prescott. Like right. I like Kirk Cousins. Um, I always have. And he's always so I, destroyed my team I, every time I, they played him. I, for the NFC North, I mean, I the Vikings, I definitely have a wild card. Like, there's no doubt in my mind they're not they're going to make a wild card spot. Yeah, um, I, I do have the packs coming out. I mean, just regardless on how much I'm not a fan of Rodgers in, in general, he's still a big quarterback. And and his who's he going to be throwing to? I mean, he he can still figure it out. I mean, I, I think it's going to heavy come on Aaron Jones. I think mean, I think Aaron Jones yeah. is going to be the majority of their offense. Um, but uh, I mean, it's it's still hard. Yeah, uh, Rogers in the playoffs. His record's not that great. Um, Losing record gotta, in the playoffs. What's up? Losing record in the playoffs. Oh yeah, losing record in the playoffs. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I still think that um, they'll edge it on out just because it's it's hard to bet against Rogers in the regular season because he kind of just yeah they don't, you know he doesn't have Adams anymore but he's still good. Um, so that that's going to be that's going to be a interesting to watch. It's going to be a flip on those, but I mean, definitely uh, interesting when you say that uh, Detroit's going to come up there. Um, could you, yeah. I mean, as as I didn't think about that, but yeah, last year they were in a lot of those games. The record doesn't show how good they actually were. Well, um, and plus, it's not going to be like you always get those teams every year where it's like eight or nine games come down to the end where they could have either won or lost it. Like the lions just had colossal bad luck last year where every time it was one of those eight or nine games where it came down to the final possession, they lost it. Like that's not going to happen two years in a row where they're going to lose nine games on a last, you know, play of the game. But that also shows that they're competitive in games. Like they were close in all their games. My, Going with your Packers take, I agree that ever since Matt LaFleur has been there, like the offensive identity of that team has been a run first team. Like they let Aaron Jones get all the yards and then they let Aaron Rodgers be like the West Coast quarterback that he is and just dink and dunk down the field. And then he would have that deep shot always to Devontae Adams. So I just think the loss of Devontae Adams is just going to be... Yeah, it's just going to be – he's just going to have to dink and dunk his way down to – I mean, I just think it's going to be like we were talking about with the Patriots. Like, the Packers might be tied with the Patriots for the worst wide receiver group in the NFL. Like, they have nobody. I can't even name – they have uh, Valdez Scantley, who is like – would be the third or fourth wide receiver on most teams. Like, they just don't have anybody. They have – yeah, just Aaron Jones, just Aaron Rodgers. And honestly, that might be enough to win. Like the NFC, again, isn't as stacked as the AFC. And I have them at least be in a wild card. I think Vikings win this division just because I think the Vikings are a more talented team. But 
I'm not trusting the Vikings in the playoffs. Like, no, I'm not trusting the Packers in the playoffs. So I don't think either of those whoever's coming out of that, whoever's coming out of the North, they'll they'll make the first round and then they're done. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, let's move on now here to, we'll get to yours uh, last. Um, So let's go with the South real quick. Um, Not because I'm a Brady guy. Um, but I, I think the Bucks. I mean, their defense is still up there, and he's not. I mean, he's he's still got that duo um, with Evans and. Uh, um, oh my gosh! I'm, I'm totally well, not blind. Antonio Brown anymore. No, I know who oh. you're talking about. I can't think of his name though. Well, but yeah, I'm totally blanking. But I mean, he's he, they're still going to be a good team. Um, and what Brady does is he slices and dices teams. Um, I, I, I think the Bucks take that. I take. I think the Bucks take the South. Um, easily but uh, and then just to kind of touch on Brady a little bit um and and the Bucks. I mean the only downfall where a lot of people are like oh they're gonna be a really good team their defense is still good Brady's still Brady um I I think they'll get past the first round of the playoffs but I, I don't have them going Chris too. Godwin Godwin thank you yeah uh, it was on the tip of my tongue <laughs> um but uh I, I don't think they're gonna get too far um and you know Brady's always been about it is I'm Football's first. Football's first. Well, obviously, he's shown that football's not so much first anymore in his life, um, and he's still going to be good because he knows he can go into any team in any place, and he can look at a defense and go, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm calling it on the line. We're doing this, this, and this." He knows what's going on. Um, so I, I I still think that the Bucks come out of the South pretty easily. Um, well, the, I if you, if you have any more to talk about the South, feel free. I agree with you on your Bucks take, but my only, I guess, reservations about that Bucks team is Brady, like you said, has always been football, 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 football. And then he took this weird 10-day absence that apparently reports are it's because him and Giselle are like having arguments because apparently Brady, you know, retired and then unretired in the offseason and maybe like, you know, he... I mean, this is all speculation at this point, but maybe he told her like, I'm done. And then he went back and now they're having, you know, I I don't want to talk about another guy's marriage, but apparently that was the case for the 10 day absence. And then we also just have seen in the preseason, like that Bucks offensive line is just a sieve. Like they have nobody in the offensive line, a bunch of injuries. They lost obviously Antonio Brown, but they still have, like you said, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. And then they also got the tight end, uh, what, Rudolph? I think Kyle Rudolph as the tight yeah. end. So they're going to have – they still obviously have the good uh, Ronald Jones and uh, Leonard Fournette backfield. But all these guys are getting older. They I mean, don't have Leonard Gronk Fournette, anymore. He, he resurrected his career, right? Jeez. Yeah. So all these guys are getting older. Now they have Todd Bowles as the coach, which nothing against Todd Bowles, but we've seen him in New York where nothing really happened. Uh, he, like, he's, he's not Bruce Arians. No. Who knows if he can be as good of a coach at Bruce Arians, just an aspect of wrangling the team together around chaos. Like everybody forgets Brady won that Super Bowl with the Bucks during COVID. So, well, that, I mean, and, and, I mean, you say around chaos, can he bring people? I mean, he doesn't really need to. Brady will. Yeah, but Brady's also dealing with chaos. He's dealing with the 10-day thing. Okay, that's a good point. Who knew if, uh, who knows if this is going to linger over the season? I. But honestly, I think just from a football perspective, I think 
the offensive line not being good is what's going to really fuck with Brady because we've well, seen I mean, that when you hit him. It, it happened to him in New England. He didn't yep. have anybody. As soon as uh, those last couple of years when uh, uh, Nate Solder took off and he didn't have anybody watching his, his blind side, man, like he, he had a rush. He got hit a lot more. It, 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 it he needs, he's still a really good quarterback. Um, Cause I mean, he knows the game inside and out. He's one of the best pocket quarterbacks to ever play ever. the game. If not yeah. the best quarterback, I, I think, he is I think best. he's the best. Yeah. I think he's the best quarterback. Um, well, yes, in general, but I mean, pocket quarterbacks. Yeah. He know he knows that pocket. He knows when to step in anyway. Uh, I, I still think he takes it just because it is Brady. Their defense is still legit. Uh, he still has a few office, offensive weapons, regardless how bad his offensive line is. If you can get that ball to Godwin or Evans, you know, somewhere in the slot or on the, on the sidelines, they're going to make the play for him. So I don't, I don't, I, I still see them just taking that division. Well, um, the only other team to mention in this division, I think Falcons and Panthers both have a chance to be worse records in the league. I don't, I think the pa- Panthers will be, five six seven games still better than the falcons like i think baker mayfield is not nearly as bad as people are making him out to be but falcons i think we can both agree uh in competition for worst team in the nfl yeah like i don't think they win more than two three games so i don't really feel like there's much to talk about there panthers anything you want to talk about besides maybe just touching on baker mayfield i think i think mayfield's uh, i think he's a good quarterback i think there was too much chaos for him um yeah when he was over with, with Cleveland. Um, oh, I, I think he's going to still do well. And with the Panthers, I think it's going to be a, just a different feel for him. Um, so I, I think he'll still succeed because I don't think he's a bad quarterback. No, by any means. Um, but still, in, and in the NFC, I mean, just record wise, we could, I could see the Panthers being an eight or a seven, eight, nine team, just because like who nobody. else is there? Yeah. yeah I, like, I agree with that. I, I, I think, I think they will be an eight win team. Um, obviously you can't get 500 this year unless, you know, you, you get a tie in there, but, uh, I, I think there'll be either one game or under one game above. Now uh, with the saints, who is really the only competition to the bucks in terms of division title for this. Now the saints have Brady's number, right. he, and, they and, just whoop his ass every and, time and they play. So their offense might not be as hot as it used to be, but man, that defense is still, I mean, that defense is legit. Um, so you got a good point there. Um, but again, I don't know if the defense alone is going to be able to get them out, but yeah, they do have a Brady's number. They always have, um, well, it's Jameis Winston. Do you trust Jameis Winston to be the number one QB on your team? And we saw when he came in with Sean Payton, he was good, but Sean Payton's not there anymore. It's now, oh, I just had his name. It is now, uh, Dennis Allen, the new coach, new hire, Sean Payton's no longer there. Will and the Saints always had great offenses, even without Breeze. Like we remember that uh, I think it was last year or the year before where Drew Breeze was out for five games, still had uh, Taysom Hill in there, still had Jameis Winston in there. Just the Saints offensive identity was all Sean Payton. Now that Sean Payton's gone, obviously great offensive mind of the game. Will Dennis Allen step in and keep the Saints where they're at? Like, that's a big question mark. Like, who knows? Um, I see, and, and that's where my question mark. I, I Even though they have a legit defense, um, I have them on the bubble for the wild card. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know. I just don't know with them. That's where I'm just going to leave them from now. Um, 
and that's kind of where I'm, I'm I'll finish off on that with uh, the South there. Um, just it's kind of up in the air for me. So now to the NFC East with my team. So we've already discovered or discussed that Casino's team is the Patriots. My team is the Eagles. And I got scared because they were saying dream team. They were saying dream team. And when this happened with dream team with the Chip Kelly, Vince Young team, we saw how that <laughs> ended, which was terribly. So now the dream team has cooled down, but it's pretty much like Vegas, the odds of the Eagles winning this division have dropped tremendously. Now it's like 10 to one odds. And it used to be at the start of the season, it was like 30 to one. So a lot of money coming in on the Eagles to win this division, which I honestly think they do. They I think were, it's fair. I think that's a fair take. A, what? They were a nine win team last year and they've literally gotten only better. They lost nobody. They've only it's, it's, added... At weak points, they had. How can this not be an 11 12 win team? Like, if they're not, it's all just on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts. Like, he's the right. biggest question mark. I, I, I do think that they're going to take this division, and everybody's like, oh, it's the Cowboys, the Cowboys, Cowboys are going to win. Um, I have the Cowboys as, um, do I have them as a number? Yeah. I, I mean, them, and like I said, I, I do think the Packs. Packers do take that division. Um, and so I have the Cowboys and the Vikings right there fighting for that um, first wild card spot. But um, I still do think the Eagles will take it. Um, and that's nothing against the Cowboys, regardless of how I like them or not like them. Um, I, I, I just think, uh, who was that? Uh, you, you just got, um, you hit me up and you're like, oh yeah, you know, now. Uh, Chancey Gardner Green. Thank Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I mean, that's that's a legit, legit player on the line there. Uh, so I, I just, I agree. Um, I, I think that's a, that's a big. Or Chancey Gardner Johnson. I'm sorry. I, I knew who you meant. That's what yeah. I mean. But he's, he's, I think that elevated, I think that was a piece that now they are going to win that division. Um, and look what they did for so many years with nothing. Yeah. With, well, with, now with no what I always think of is even players, even the year they won the Super Bowl, like their number one wide receiver was Alshon Jeffrey. And he was, he was good that year, but every other year before or after that, he was kind of like wide receiver two tier. Now they have two guys who can legit be number one wide receivers. You have Devontae Smith on one side. You have A.J. Brown on the other side. Like A.J. Brown, we've seen be a number one wide receiver. Last year, all the highlights were either Jalen Hurts running or something with Devontae Smith. So they also have Dallas Goddard. They have Miles Sanders. They have a really good offense. They have maybe top, like they always do, a top three offensive line, a top five defensive line. The back end of that defense got better, which was the weak link last year. Like this all comes down to can Gannon be a good defensive coordinator? He does that, that model. I hate, but sometimes it works. The Ben don't break defense. Like we'll, we'll I mean, give you a lot of yards, but. Look, look at the past for the years. They yep. were they were the same thing. I mean, that's mainly what their identity identity is. Field goal, field goal, let them do that. I don't care because then all it takes is. Yeah. And then the offensive identity, again, it all rests on Jalen Hurts' shoulders. I think Jalen Hurts could be the quarterback of this team, but you also have the sh shadow of Gardner Minshew, who is a quarterback I know both you and I love. Like how he's not a starting quarterback in this league, I have no idea. 
Like Gardner Minshew mustaches because of him. <laughs> <laughs> like Gardner Minshew should literally he could be starting on what ten teams right now and be better than Easily. their quarterbacks. Easily. Like, uh, and again, if so, if something. But then again, that is kind of a nice security blanket to have because if it's not working out with Jalen Hurts, I don't think they would, or God forbid an injury happens. Like, I'm super confident in Gardner Minshew stepping in and just being as good, if not better, than Jalen Hurts. So I think the sky is the limit for the Eagles. I haven't been this optimistic for them since the year they won the Super Bowl. And even then, I wasn't that optimistic because the year prior to that, they weren't good. This is not me trying to knock on the Cowboys. I mean, they're still going to be a good team. Like I said, I have the Cowboys and or the Vikings or Pack, whoever comes out of that division as the wild card, um, being, you know, the number one wild card spot. Um, I, I just, I, I think you're right. I think the Eagles just have more going for them. I think that. Um, yeah, well, I, my I, whole thing is they were, the Eagles were a nine win team last year and they lost nobody and only got better. How can right. they not be better? Last year, That's they were nine wins. They're, like, they're, they're getting, they've gotten better. And, and my, now worse. to talk about the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys is specifically Dak Prescott has owned the Eagles ever since he's been the Cowboys starting quarterback last year. They whooped the Eagles. He threw like five touchdowns on us, but they, he lost that big offensive uh, tackle was lost to injury for, and he's going to be out for, who knows how long they lost Amari Cooper. They lost Cedric Wilson. They lost Corey Clement, which wasn't that big of a deal, but they also lost Blake Jarwin. So they lost almost their entire offense from last year. They are, have a weakened defense or a weakened offensive line. The Eagles defensive line is one to be reckoned with. Even the Washington has a really good defensive line. So they're going to get beat up in their own division they have nobody to stop them. It's going to be all on the shoulders of Dak Prescott. And after that embarrassing, embarrassing way, they lost that game last year with him running up the middle when they had no time. And it was just like, like the, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? That was what led to them losing. Like the Cowboys have only gotten worse, but they've owned the Eagles in the past couple of years. And the Eagles have only get, got better. And then to talk about the other two teams, Washington, Carson Wentz is quarterback. I've seen this story too many times. I don't trust him. He just will lose you two or three games just by dumb bonehead plays like that last year with the Colts where he's doing interceptions on the goal line that he's just throwing it right to somebody with nobody around. And you're just like, what are you doing? He's going to lose you games by getting sacked and taking you out of field goal range. Like, We've seen that happen. I just think he's a liability. And then the Giants are just, you have Daniel Jones, you have no offense, no defense. Like you're clearly in competition for worst team in the league. Like anything to add for I, Washington again, that or Giants? On them. That's what? That was, again, that was going a long while back. Like that was my, that's my pick for the worst in the league. Worst in the league? I think it's a competition between Giants and Falcons. Uh, maybe Jets throw in there as well. Maybe Seahawks. Like, yeah, they're all going to be trying to get number one first overall pick. But so we've gone through all the AFC, all the NFC. So just really quick, just run through who you're picking to win each division again. Or yeah, here, do you uh, want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So I think uh, Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs are coming out of the AFC West. 
I I think the Chargers will win the uh, division, and then the Chiefs and Broncos will be wild cards. I think the Bengals come out of the North with the Ravens just right there. I think AFC it'll be Colts. I uh, I think. Titans and Jaguars are going to be a lot closer than people think. And then I think out of the AFC, it's East, it's Bills. I think Bills finished with the best record, followed closely behind by that AFC West team. Am I missing a wild card? I'm not. No, right? you, you fit your wild card. You hit the two. And then uh, you said uh, either Ravens, Bengals, yeah. whoever doesn't win that one. And that is legit my exact same picks here. Yeah. Um, we just have a different pick to see who wins the Super Bowl there. Um, so again, you're picking the bills, right? I'm picking the bills, uh, just because obviously I, I do think they'll have that number one seed playing in Buffalo is tough, regardless the chiefs and the, uh, and chiefs and the Broncos knowing how to play in that weather. Um, and I'm obviously picking the Broncos just be, based on how the NFL is going works. around that kind of thing. And like, that's a fair pick. I'm not, I'm not mad on that pick at all. I'm just, but I, I, I guess think... I just see the bills more when, with, with my team and I, that's where I'm just leaning towards. All the money, though, uh, if we had to bet like our life savings, you would either bet on an AFC West team or the Bills for the Super Bowl, the AFC, right? I, I love the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I love the Bengals. I like the Ravens. I like the Colts, but I don't see any of those teams beating anybody from the West or the East or the East Correct. being the Bills. Uh, so with the NFC, I have the Rams again winning the AFC, uh, NFC West. I have the 49ers with a wild card. I have the Vikings winning the North with the Packers having a wild card. I have the Bucks winning the South and then the Eagles winning the East. I have the Cowboys just missing the playoffs. So the three teams for the wild card are 49ers, uh, Packers, and oh no, I guess I do have the Cowboys in as a wild. I was going to say now it's three. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I think they almost, could sneak in with like a – I think they're going to be right there with the Saints, with the Cardinals, with the Lions for like that last like eight to nine win pick. Got it. Um, I'm I'm still um, – it's tough to say that the, I, I think the Cowboys will will take that last wild card spot. Um, I, I, I was saying I, I actually have them being a little bit better than, than that just because, I mean, your guys' division in, in the NFC uh, East is, is – not super strong outside of those two teams. Yeah. Um, so I just think that I think that they'll pick up a few more wins that they'll need. Uh, the only difference, I guess, out of uh, when it comes to who wins and um, the wild card, you're flipping the Vikings and Packers, right? Flipping them. Yep. Um, I just, it's hard to go for me, even though how much I am not a fan of uh, Rogers, it's hard to go against him when it comes to yeah. with the regular season. season. I mean, he's the, the he's, regular season. I, he's right I, there with Peyton Manning as like the best regular season quarterback ever, right? I mean, like, I mean, and, and everybody's saying that oh, he well, he doesn't have Adams anymore. That is right, and you know, he's he's lost some offensive power with his wide receivers. However, last year they were Aaron Jones. It was an Aaron Jones show, yeah. And, and then with, with with a few Aaron Rodgers throws. Um, no, it's a good. No, I mean, he he did put up a lot of of good stats. Rodgers did, but I mean, most of that was to either Adams or that short throw, but I, I still think they're going to be all right. But yeah, I mean, we're pretty, we're pretty identical here outside of our Super Bowl pick. Um, and then I don't, I think we both agree coming out of the NFC, the team going to the Super Bowl is the Rams. I mean, it's yeah. just kind of, it's just kind of hard to. Well, I know, they, it's I know like nobody's on their Eagles. level. 
I know you say the Eagles. I mean, I, I know you would hope for that, but I, I just who who's on that level with the Rams? The only the only people on that level with the Rams are the teams coming out of the AFC. Yeah. No, I think um, I think the Eagles have a legit shot at beating the Bucks, getting revenge for last year, just because I, I think the Bucks offensive was- line just won't have an answer for the Eagles defensive line. I think they have a shot against the Packers just because we've seen Aaron Rodgers fold in the playoffs. I I think honestly, the only, and this is just from a bias standpoint of I'm an Eagles fan. The only two teams I'm scared of in the playoffs are the Rams and a Kirk Cousins led Vikings team because Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott have just owned the Eagles. Like, the entire time they've been in the league when Kirk Cousins was at the Redskins he always whipped our ass Dak Prescott I think the Eagles and uh, Cowboys split this year where they each win one game and then yeah the playoffs I think it just comes down to Rams and then either Broncos Chargers Chiefs or Bills like but I agree with you the Rams I don't unless the Matt Stafford injury is more severe than we've heard it is, then who knows who's coming out of the NFC if uh, crap Stafford's shoot. out. Yeah. But um, uh, anything guess, else to add? Uh, something I want to add. Um, well, out of, out of that topic, no. Um, but then I guess we can MVP. I, I think there's, I'll be honest, two, two clear-cut favorites here. Um, I think it's Josh Allen or Herbert. I, yeah. I, I truly do. Um, I agree. I would agree with you there. Last, I think. I think Dark- last I checked, they they were both. Uh, I think my notes here. Yeah, they were both uh, plus nine hundred. Well, um, I mean, the the NFL MVP is now just strictly a quarterback, like right. champion. Like it doesn't matter what anybody else does. So this is really who do you think is going to be the best quarterback this year? And yeah, it has to be. It has to be Justin Herbert. It has to be the Bills. Or I think if my Broncos pick does come to fruition where the Broncos are one of the best teams in the league. I think Russell Wilson will just get, he's got weapons. He he's does. Got he's got weapons and we've seen him. He's never really had a bad season as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So he could be right there with those two, but I think those are great picks. And then uh, last thing before we wrap up this episode, the only game that we'll play before our next episode of this is bills versus Rams. So who do you think is winning that <laughs> first Thursday night game bills or Rams? Oh man. Um, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, this honestly could be super bowl, <laughs> super bowl. Preview. I think that's why it's opening night because yeah, we could see this, this again. Gonna, this is, this, this season is going to be wild um, with all the changes <laughs> and everything, but uh, uh, I, I got to stick with the bills on this one. I just, I think that's, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I, it's tough for me to see Josh Allen going, going down there and not winning. I just, I completely it's, it's agree. Gonna be, it's yeah. gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a, a wild start to the season. Um, it's gonna be a, a heavy offensive game. Um, I mean, but then again, those defenses are just—they're both top five defenses. Like what? And top five <laughs> offenses. Yeah, it's top this, five. This top five. You, this is one of the best ways, if not the best way, is two potential Super Bowl winners starting off the season in a juggernaut both top five offense and defense this is this is gonna be fun to watch um, honestly I, I think I think I would have more confidence in the bills if they were playing in Buffalo but obviously they're playing in LA with the Rams because this is the Rams you know Super Bowl Super- yeah like celebration basically but I also am always cautiously optimistic about Super Bowl teams having all that kind of like 
build up, build up to like them I celebrating agree. and then having to play a game right after that. Like it just I always agree. seems like, and plus the bills have something to prove how they lost in the playoffs last year to that Patrick Mahomes, like miracle. What it was like 25 seconds or whatever, like yeah. that has to sting and it just has to, I mean, it changed the rules it, right now. It's each team in the playoffs gets a shot at uh, scoring a touchdown. So that was a direct result of everybody feeling cheated that we didn't get to see a Josh. I mean, and, and, and definitely with that fan base, uh, yeah. they're hungry, man. It's that, that was a, that was a kick to the teeth for them for sure. Well, honestly, if my team isn't, I mean, I think they're going to be in Super Bowl contention this year, but I don't think they have a shot of winning it. But if they don't have a shot of winning it, I mean, I would be rooting for the bills. Like what would be a better story than the bills? I'm like, I said, same division Patriot fan. You know, I, I, I've despised watching the bills win for so long, but (laughs) I, I would love to see them win. I would love to see that franchise win. Josh Allen win. He's been one of the best quarterbacks since he's gotten in the league. Like, and he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Um, so I, I, I'm if obviously my my team I don't think is gonna may even make the playoffs this year, but um, I would 100% like to see the Bills pull this off. And again, that's not me trying to be biased because that's that that's who my pick is. Yeah. Um, I think we would also feel the same way about the Chargers, right? Like we would like to see that franchise get a Super Bowl, like Justin Herbert. But oh yeah, I feel like those are the two like teams that I'm rooting for especially because those are my NFC AFC teams that I'm rooting for because obviously my team's in the NFC. So, yeah. But I mean, I mean, just as a sports fan, like, yeah. Um, going away from my, you know, where my, I think my picks are those, that those, those would be the uh, two teams that I would like to see win it. Uh, but then going on an actual, who's going to win. Uh, I do still think the bills because I just think they're that good. Yeah. Um, and they I know have the most stacked the, roster in the I league. I know that's the hot take on everybody. Oh, the bills are going to win. The bills are going to win. And how often does that actually happen? But I, I don't know. Um, but sometimes it does happen. This, <laughs> sometimes this, this, it does. This, out, out of the past this couple years where they're close and had a lot of people were picking them. I was, I was like, they're, they're going to do good. They'll, they'll make the Super Bowl. I never said they, I don't think I've said they were going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe I did last year. Um, but this year feels like it's the year. It does. It just, it does feel like the year for them. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this went much longer than either you or I thought would happen. I'm dying in this room. It's so hot. I think just because my computer's like a million degrees because this has been recording for so long, but this was a good first episode of the balls and bros podcast. I believe we discussed doing this twice a week. I think maybe we need Um, to work out those details more. Yeah. I mean, I know we're, we're shooting for Sundays. Um, for sure, Sunday mornings before games, or did you want to do Mondays? Uh, again, we'll talk about this off the air. We've gone too yeah, long, fair enough. but Hi, we're probably going to be doing a two a week show, a previews, and then a review of like the games we watch. So I believe we'll do another one. Like I said, this is why we picked the Rams Bills game. We won't be doing another one before Thursday. This I'm going to try to put this up by Wednesday. So. Uh, yeah, we'll probably do a show just to preview the Sunday and Monday night games for opening week of the NFL. But like you said earlier, it's going to be a great season, a lot of moving parts this season, a lot of people changing teams. And obviously the AFC is, I mean, stacked. We talked about that. It's going to be a fun, fun season. So you have anything else before we sign off casino? Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Bye.